generous support for this introduction provided by Art Bridges. This introduction has been made possible in part by the National Endowment for the Humanities, NEH Cares. Any views, findings, conclusions, or recommendations expressed in this audio do not necessarily represent those of the National Endowment for the Humanities. Hi, I'm Ken Fox, Head of Library and Archives at the George Eastman Museum. Before Gary Cooper or John Wayne, before William S. Hart or even Tom Mix, there was Bronco Billy Anderson, cinema's first bona fide cowboy star. In fact, Anderson's pedigree is so pure, he appeared in at least two different roles in the 1903 genre-defining short, The Great Train Robbery, directed by the great William S. Porter. Anderson was born Maxwell Henry Aronson in Little Rock, Arkansas, but by the time he turned 18, he was living and working in New York City as an illustrator's model. He posed for both Charles Dana Gibson and J.C. Leyendecker. He was also an aspiring stage performer. Through the theatrical agent John E. Ince, father to future filmmaker Thomas Ince, Anderson met Porter, head of motion picture production at the Edison Manufacturing Company's New York studios. Porter cast Anderson in The Great Train Robbery, and the tremendous success of that film convinced Anderson to stick with moving pictures. Anderson continued appearing in Edison films before moving on to the Vitagraph Company, where under the name Gilbert M. Anderson, he directed what is believed to be his first film, 1905's Raffles the Amateur Cracksman, though Anderson claims to have already directed films while at Edison, films generally credited to Porter. Though the film was considered a success, Anderson was restless at Vitagraph, and after moving to Chicago, where he directed a handful of films for the Selig Polyscope Company, Anderson decided to form his own production company. He approached film pioneer George Kirk Spohr, and together, in 1907, they formed the SNA Film Manufacturing Company, Spohr being the S, and Anderson the A. The venture was a huge success, and many of early cinema's biggest stars, including Wallace Beery, Gloria Swanson, and Francis X. Bushman, made their screen debuts in SNA productions. In another first, it's believed that Anderson directed the original Pie in the Face gag for the 1909 SNA comedy Mr. Flip, starring Ben Turpin. In late 1914, Anderson and Spohr even managed to lure Charlie Chaplin away from Max Sennett's Keystone Studios and put him under contract for two years, although Chaplin left after one, during which time the tramp refined his screen persona and became an international phenomenon. SNA made a big star out of Anderson as well, thanks to his leading role as Bronco Billy in a hugely popular series of cowboy pictures which he himself directed. Anderson remained with SNA until 1916, a year after a Supreme Court decision against the Motion Picture Patents Company marked the beginning of the end for the Trust's members, which included SNA. Anderson continued directing and producing, but by 1923, after producing a series of comedies starring Stan Laurel, including The Lucky Dog, the first to co-star Oliver Hardy, Bronco Billy Anderson was out of the film business altogether. In the 18 years since he first appeared in The Great Train Robbery, 
Anderson is believed to have directed 469 films and appeared in 349 films as an actor. As the motion picture industry changed in ways not even the forward-thinking Anderson could have predicted, he gradually slipped into obscurity. In this rare interview, recorded by George Pratt in 1958, one year after Anderson received a special Academy Award for his, quote, contributions to the development of motion pictures as entertainment, Anderson claims his rightful place as a true pioneer. At times, Bronco Billy can sound a bit like Picos Bill, like when Anderson claims to have been the one to convince the Edison Company that longer narrative films were the way to go, or that his chance encounter with a jeweler named Louis J. Selznick on a Pittsburgh sidewalk was the start of a powerful filmmaking dynasty. But who's to say? Anderson is very funny, and in true cowpoke fashion, he tells a great tale and few were better positioned to capture the flavor of the early motion picture business when the flickers flickered and the cowboy was king. <laughs>